Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Fantastic. All right, let's grab our seats this morning. I love this. Before we get started, I really, I just want to thank our team this morning that just do so much to make this happen. Uh, you know, and even we had youth on Friday night and Justin and Ange who are, are looking after youth and our kids program for us. Can you just put your hands together for Justin and Ange? They do such a good job. They've got such a big heart for our kids. They're blessing them. And, and the truth is Justin and Ange could do anything. Uh, you know, he, he ministers in the church. He pastors people. He, he's a brilliant businessman, but he, he just a yes man. He just said, yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest in the kids, invest in our next generation. I just, I appreciate these guys. They're absolutely sensational. And for, you know, Michelle, who's, who looks after worship and who's transitioning and handing over to Matt and Nash, actually this week, well, we'll do it more formally next week. Uh, I just want to thank these guys for leading the team, Matt and Nash and Michelle, and putting together what we enjoy and experience every week. It's, it's no small thing. There's rosters, there's planning, there's getting people on team, there's keeping people on team, there's getting in, excited and inspired and all that stuff, and just carrying a heart for God. So I just, I love our team. I'm grateful for you guys. Thank you for all you do. Here we go. Did anybody bring their Bibles this morning? If you didn't, just sit next to a Christian, they've got one. And... Uh, Melissa brought hers back. I knew she was the Christian in the family. I'm the pastor, but she's the Christian. And uh, no, th- this month we've, we've got a theme in him. Uh, and today's kind of topic is, is, is fullness of joy. And what I want to do at the end of the service, like in 20 minutes from now, is pray for people to be filled with the joy of the Lord. Uh, if, if we're not filled with it, we're going to be filled with something. We, we, we all carry around stuff and we, we're filled with something. And I need to let you know that I don't want to be a fraud up here this morning. Like I'm preaching and teaching you. I'm preaching to myself this morning. I'm carrying pressures and stresses and stuff like that that I need to get rid of and let go of. I had a great mentor in my world that used to say, if you can't change it, don't carry it. If you can't change it, if you've done everything you can to change the situation, and again, I'm, I'm preaching to myself, don't, it's not yours to carry. It's God's. It's for you to, you know, and the Bible says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Bring your worries, bring your concerns, bring, bring the stresses and pressures of life to me because I, I care for you. If you take nothing away from today, take away the fact that God is good and loving and he cares for you. He wants to release the weights. He wants to release the burdens and the pressures and take you in to a new day. Okay, so in, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, this has kind of been the theme scripture for in him this month. It's therefore, so we're, now we're making a statement, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. I love that. I'm going to read it again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. Everybody say, I'm a new creation. Come on, with a bit of gusto. I'm a new creation. That's the truth of the word of God for and over your life today. If you've asked Jesus Christ into your life, you're a new creation. You, you, you got saved. You entered into relationship with Jesus Christ and assured your eternity. But who knows salvation is a moment, but transformation is a process. I'm saved in a moment... See, here's the deal, that I, I've got old me that still tries to hang around. I've got old nature, old ways, old thoughts old, that is hanging around. And if you're not where you want to be today, can I encourage you, the journey's not over. Yeah. 
keep walking because God will do that transforming work in your life through the process. Amen? You know, and some of you may have the question here today asking, is, is being filled with joy actually possible? You don't know my life, you don't know my circumstance, you don't know what I've gone through, you don't know my past, you don't know what I'm facing right now today. Is being filled with joy actually a possibility? Again, I'm preaching to myself today. I'm going to preach myself happy today, all right? I'm going to preach myself into a state where I change because God is able. Okay, I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth this morning. Well, apparently it is, it is possible. In Romans 15, 13, we see the Apostle Paul praying for the Romans that they'd be filled with joy and peace. The great Apostle Paul is praying over a people that are just coming into relationship with a God they didn't know that they would be filled with joy and peace, which must mean that they were void of joy and peace that can come from God. Verse 13 says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, I'm spitting all over my iPad this morning, this is unbelievable, <laughs> that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love this, this is his prayer over these people. May the God, and not even that, it's, it's now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow to be filled with joy. You can get the joy of the Lord upon you right now. In the midst of your situation, in the midst of your circumstance, the troubled times, the storm that you're facing, you can be filled with joy right now because our God is a God of hope. And, uh, and again, I'm going to read this one more time because Scripture is powerful. It says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy. Everybody say, all joy. All joy. I want all joy in my world. Does anybody remember the song? I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? I've got the... Nobody's going to help me this morning. Hey, far out. You're a tough crowd, I tell you. Get happy, Christian. Get happy. Joy and peace come from God. Not from possessions. Not from positions. Not from anything else. Joy and peace are gifts to our, our lives from God. And, and, and if, if it wasn't so, Paul wouldn't be praying, I wish that you would get it. I wish that God would pour it out upon your life because there's no other way to get true joy and true peace, contentment and happiness in life except from God. You know, and this week I looked up the definition of fullness. Does anybody want to know what the definition of fullness is? This is deep. The state of being filled to capacity. Fullness is the state of being filled full to capacity. There's, there's no more room. I, the, the, nothing else can fit in the middle of that. God's will for your life is that you would be filled to capacity with His joy. You know, it says that the, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, so then that was, that was, that was um, full, but then I looked up the definition of joy. Does anyone want to know that? Okay, good. Uh, I was going to read it out anyway. Um, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. You know, like they had tears of joy. They had a feeling of great pleasure and happiness but joy goes beyond just a feeling or just an emotion you know the synonyms for for um uh joy is delight great pleasure joyfulness jubilation triumph ex exaltation uh rejoicing happiness gladness glee exhilaration ebulence does anybody know what that is um, yeah joy joy thank you very much <laughs> exuberance elation <laughs> euphoria, bliss, ecstasy, transports of delight, rapture, radiance, 
Does anybody think that that sounds like a good way to live? I would like to live in that state. I would like to be filled to capacity in that state. Again, I pose the question, is that even possible to live, you know, like that? His word says so, so it is. And you know what? I'd love to be filled and overflowing with joy every day. Every day. I wake up, joy, joy, joy. Down in my heart, and it's here to stay. But I've learned something over the last 41 years. And when I learned, it, it, it surprised me at first. Like, it, I, I, I learned something, Vincent. I learned that I leak. Zachy leaks probably more than all of us, but I learned <laughs> that I leak. Oh my gosh, that's another story. You know, I can be full of joy one day and feel like I'm overflowing. I'm filled to capacity. I'm euphoric. Nothing could take, I'm on the mountaintop. Like, that, like that's how I feel today. I'm on top, of, I'm full to capacity. There's joy abounding. But then I go out to the letterbox and I realize that somebody's put an envelope in there with, a, with an offer on the house. But it's not actually an offer on the house, it's just the electricity bill. Oh. <laughs> or I, I walk up the stairs and, you know, at that point, I leak. The joy, you know, was here and now it's here. And, and, then, and then I go to the kitchen. And, and then the kids, like, like they've, they've enjoyed their breakfast. And I can see they've enjoyed their breakfast because their breakfast is everywhere. And I leak. And then I go to a job that I, I don't like. I'm not talking about me. Um, and I leak. And something happened. I leak, you leak. What I feel today doesn't necessarily mean what I'll feel tomorrow unless I do something with the joy that I've been filled with. Amen? The funniest thing is as I leak, I get filled. I get filled again. I don't even try to. I leak faith and joy and vision and peace. And I get filled without even trying. But what I get filled with isn't joy and faith and vision and peace. It's generally worry or anxiety or, or fear or intrepidation about what happens next. Because I was in joy and something happened. And I took my eyes off joy and the thing that got me there and I started focusing on the situation I was faced with. And I leaked. And in my leaking I got filled. But now I'm going down a different path. Can I encourage you here today that God's plan for your life is not of one of pressure and heaviness. That's not God's plan for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I love it when God declares a thing over my world. Not just suggests, not just says, but he declares a thing. He goes, I know the plans I have for you. And they're good plans. And they're plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Again, if you take nothing away from today, it's that you can be filled with joy and that God has good plans for your life. And sometimes you can be so deep in a situation that you can't see beyond the situation to know that God or to, to recognize that God has plans that are good for your life. Can we just thank him this morning? Let's just thank God that he has plans for our life. And his plan for your life is fullness of joy in him. It can be found in him. Joy can be found in him. And you know, in regards to worry, Jesus says don't. Can I encourage you here this morning? Don't worry. And, and I'm speaking again to myself this morning. Matthew 6 talks about, do you see the birds of the field and the, the, the birds of the air and the, the flowers of the field? Not even Solomon was arrayed like these. Don't worry. 
Don't worry about what you'll eat. Don't worry what you'll drink. Don't worry where you'll live. And then it goes on to say, seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. It's Jesus saying, don't worry, I've got your back. I'm with you on this journey. I'm, I'm with you in the midst of challenge. I'm with you in the midst of trial. Go to a place of joy. Allow yourself to be filled with the joy of the Lord. Let it be your strength in life because I'm with you, don't worry. In regards to fear, Isaiah 41 says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, yes, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I don't know about you, but I love the word of God. Because when I am fearing, I can go to the, and go, he's with me. He hasn't left me. Yes, the storms and the arrows are being fired and people are against me and people are saying this, but he is with me. And he's the king of the universe. He's the God that spoke and created the heavens and the earth. You know, you know it says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. They may be formed, but they won't prosper. Fear not, for I'm with you. In regards to anxiety, come on, let's give God a, a hand clap this morning. Philippians 4 and 6 says, be anxious for nothing. That's hard. That's like, just being honest, that's hard. To be anxious for nothing. Because life takes its twists and its turns. And, and it's hard not to be anxious when you're sideswiped. And it's hard not to be anxious when something happens that you didn't anticipate. You weren't dreaming about, you weren't presenting to God, you weren't hoping for, wanting for, and it happens anyway. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, everything. I love what Matt was saying before about, have we given God this? Have we given him our power? I had to repent at that point because maybe I haven't. And sometimes the wheels spin a little bit and things happen and you go around, a, around about a little fast. So I, I repented whilst we gave our offering this morning. I'm now going to honor God with my car. But have we given God everything? Have I given him all my life? Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. The peace of God. I don't know that there's a greater gift in life than peace. To do life in peace, to do life in flow, where there is joy and there's, there's not contention or strife, but there's peace. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's, it's like, honestly, you can be filled afresh today with the peace and joy of God. Amen? You know, in Psalm 16, verse 11, King David, who knew a thing or two about, you know, pressure and heaviness? His declaration was, this is a king that went to war. This was a king that had to rule nations. He says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is King David, the great King David, the greatest king in history, saying, in your presence is fullness of joy. Wow. He could go anywhere. He could have anything. He could do what he liked. He was the king. He's saying, above everything else, when I find myself in your presence, Lord, in that place, there's fullness of joy. And like I was saying before, seek the Lord and he will be found. When we press in, when we dig deep, when we go after God with everything we've got. You see, this church won't become what God's destined it to be unless we seek him. Unless we press in. Unless we go deeper into him. And that's why I love the Alpha Course. It's like, and like, like Amanda said, whether you've been a Christian for two weeks, you've been a Christian for 20 years, it, it doesn't matter. It will give you the fundamentals or it will refresh you. And sometimes I think we, we get a little religious in our, in our mindsets or religious in our actions. We go, well, I've always done it and I go to church and I do. But it's like, no, no, where's your heart at? Where's your heart at? Because your, your heart is your joy machine. When God fills it, it flows over into every other area of your world. Amen? And what I love in this is, in your presence is fullness of joy, which as I read it, 
the thought comes to me that apart from Christ, perhaps we cannot have fullness of joy. Perhaps we can't experience all that God has for us apart from Him. You know, John 15 says, abide in me and I in you and you'll bear much fruit. So He's got plans and He's got purposes for our lives that are for for good and not for evil, to, to prosper us and not to harm us. And then it says here, if you stay connected to me, if there's connection, if you're joined to me, your life will bear much fruit. You know, there's another scripture that says, if, if we allow our roots to go down into the, the soil of the church, into the fabric and family of the church, that will be fresh and flourishing even in our old age. I, I don't know about you, but that's, that's the kind of life I want to live. I want to be filled with joy. I'm not always there. I want to be there. And, and I want to be there so that I'm not filled with other things. So, so I'm not filled with anger, or I'm not filled with regret, or I'm not filled with guilt, or I'm not filled with shame. I want to be filled to capacity. So there's no more room for anything else with the joy of the Lord. Amen? You know, in, in John 17, 13, this is Jesus speaking. It says, but now I come to you, and these things I speak to the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Joy comes from Jesus. Joy comes from close, intimate relationship with the one who wanted you, therefore created you. Amen? You know, Psalm 30 verse 1 says, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have filled me up. You have not let my foes rejoice over me, King David. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul from the grave. You've kept me alive that I should, should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his saints. Give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. You may be in a dark situation, feeling the weight and pressure of life, circumstance, situation. Can I tell you, joy is on its way. Joy is being delivered. Joy is being poured out, and it's on its way. Don't give in. Like I was saying before, keep walking towards the gift that God has for you that he was given freely through the cross. Yeah. And you know, as I was um, just reading this week, but joy has been described as a state of mind and an orientation of the heart. A state of mind and an orientation of the heart. And I was thinking through before when, when Matt was talking about Proverbs 3 verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In the natural, I want to trust in my head because I know certain things and I've been educated a certain way and I've had experiences but it, the Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding see because God speaks to the heart spirit to spirit God, God come, you know, speaks to us in our heart and it doesn't always make sense to the head but then like Matt was saying with all your heart lean not on your own understanding sometimes our understanding our experience our upbringing can be contrary to what God is speaking to our heart but what are you going to listen to? Because when you listen to your heart, joy flows towards you. And it may not make sense. Why in the midst of a fiery furnace are three boys walking around praising God? Why are they saying, King, you can throw us in and God will save us. And if he doesn't, well, we'll go to be with him anyway. I got joy on the inside. Despite my sin, because God had spoken to them. God had released joy upon them and they'd received it. You see, see, God's not withholding, but we're not always receiving. God, God's poured out joy. And he's poured out love and he's poured out grace and he's poured out mercy and he's poured out forgiveness there are, there are times where we just have to receive it within our lives and in our circumstance and go you know what despite my circumstance still will i sing yeah. and i was just thinking that joy isn't the result of everything being perfect in life 
And joy isn't the result of everything being pain-free in life. Because, you know, we, we walk through, why am I facing this, God? Well, you know, like, like Matt was talking before, you know, if God's all good and God's all loving, then why do bad things happen to good people? There are things I don't understand, but, but there can be joy in the midst of not understanding why I'm walking through what I'm walking through. Romans 8 says, all things work together for good. For those who love the Lord, who are called according to His purposes. The purposes, the plans, the good, the not evil, the, the prospering, not harming. The, all things work together for good as I move towards what God has for me in life. You know, and joy, I believe, can oftentimes result from being able to perceive, perceive the gain beyond the pain. I think you can have, have joy in a moment of pain when I look beyond it to see what I'm going to gain through the strength that comes upon me as I walk through a trial, a challenge, an onslaught, an attack, and get through the other side. Because he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He won't leave us in the midst of that trial, in the midst of that challenge. He will walk through with us to the other side of it. And I love Hebrews 12. I, I share it regularly, but this is Jesus. It, it, it's speaking about Jesus. It's for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He could see the gain beyond the pain. The most excruciating, demoralizing, burdensome death that could be lived, taking upon his own life our guilt, our sin, our shame, our offense, our hatred. He looked beyond all of that, physically crucified, crown of thorns on his head, the, the skin ripped off his back through a cat of nine tails, a sword piercing him in his side. He looked beyond all of that he was gaining humanity sometimes i don't think we we see the joy or experience the joy in the midst of a tough situation i think god wants us to walk through challenging trials sometimes with a smile on our face going god i believe god i still believe i know you've spoken to my heart so i'm going to ignore my head and i'm going to walk forward anyway you know i think of paul and silas you know in prison the deepest darkest part of the prison chained shackled beaten you know again just just abused beyond belief and it says at the, at the 11th hour they started singing praises to God there was joy on the inside that superseded and exceeded the, the pain that they were facing in the moment in the if, if we can look beyond what we're facing currently and look towards the promise that God's made towards our life there will again be joy that flows towards our worlds amen I might for time's sake just get the team to come back up um, you know Corinthians says this in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16, it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and internal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The things that are seen are, are temporary. I'm, I, I can see right now my bank balance is all jacked up. I can see right now my relationship is all messed up. I can see right now that my health, the doctors declared that it's, it's, it's not good. But if I look at what's temporal, I'll go to that place of despair and heaviness and, and fear and anxiety. But if I look beyond that to the promise, because it says for these light and momentary trials these light and what i'm facing temporarily momentarily you see life's done in and experienced in moments and my encouragement for you today is to enjoy the moments 
And as we, we position ourselves where we enjoy the moments, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, when, we, when I go, I'm going to find some joy in the moment, I create memories. Memories are created through moments. I think we want to live in seasons, but memories, you know, moments create memories. And, and sometimes it's not easy, but I want to encourage you to smile. Because it says in Corinthians, it says, but thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. When I carry thankfulness, you know, it says in 1 Thessalonians, it says rejoice always. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God. Pray without ceasing. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. God's will for your life is that you will experience a fullness of joy. That you would, because of his strength, in your life live beyond circumstance and situation where your faith carries you above you know faith will carry you in life faith will will lift you up it will give you a higher perspective i love the scripture that says uh i lift my eyes to the lord to where my help comes from my help comes from the lord looking down and 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 looking at it's what what's evident will never get you through but lifting your eyes beyond and even in that position of surrender going god i got nothing I literally have got nothing right now in the midst of what I'm, I've got nothing, but hang on, I've got you. I've got everything. I've got, I've got a, an eternal God, a supernatural God that will sustain me, that will empower me, that will pour wisdom upon my life to get me through what I'm currently facing. We get filled by so many things. I want to encourage you today to lift your eyes, to look beyond, to, 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 like Melissa was saying, you know, still yourself so God can speak to you. When I'm busy and I'm rushed and I'm, I'm trying to get creative and trying to make things happen, I, I, I tune out to God and I tune into the immediate. But when I still myself, it's almost like I tune out to the world and everything else is happening around me. And, and, and I focus and I hear the voice of God clearly. Can I encourage you here this morning? Listen to God. Let Him speak His promises into you. How do you pray? Read the word, listen to worship, spend time in his presence. Just still yourself. This week, I want to I challenge you, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is that you can do, still yourself so that God can speak to you. Because Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Fullness of joy is possible, but we have to do something. We have to still ourselves and position ourselves in his presence. Why don't we just close our eyes? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for your presence here today. Father, I pray that the words and your word that has been spoken would take root deep in the heart of every man, woman, and child here this morning. And God, for those that are feeling empty of joy, like they're bleak, life's big, and they've faced some challenges, they've faced some pressures, and they've leaked, that God, today, they would be filled afresh. We just stand to our feet just for a moment and lift our hands once again. You might be here going, I've got nothing to be joyous about. There's nothing that I can look at and go, you know what, that brings joy to my heart, that brings joy to my world. And in the natural, you might be right. But our God is a supernatural God. He's a God that lives beyond the limitations of time and space. Bible says that he's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He was before all things, he'll be at the end of all things. He can do what we can't. And 
I want to pray for people this morning. If you're feeling like you're dry, you're tired, you're worn out, you're spent, you've leaked, and you need to be filled afresh this morning, I'm going to pray for you here. But just while every head's bowed, every eye's closed, I want to actually just give everybody here an opportunity this morning to make a decision that changes everything. We make a lot of decisions in life, but the greatest decision we can ever make, the greatest decision I ever made, 23 years ago was to ask Jesus Christ into my life to be my Lord and Savior. I was the Lord of my life. I did what I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted. And I had to come to that place where I died to myself and said, God, I can't carry this anymore because it's not working out and I can't change it. If you're here today, your heart's beating in your chest, you've got questions in your mind, I'd love you to make a decision that makes Jesus the Lord of your life. And then we'll start on a journey through an Alpha course or through a Christian Essentials course where we try and answer some of the questions that you might have. But just while we're here, and I don't want to embarrass anybody, so while our eyes are closed, if that's you, you want to say, yeah, I want to pray a real simple prayer that makes Jesus the Lord of my life. Why don't you just lift your hand this morning and we're all going to pray that prayer together. Like I said, it was the greatest prayer I ever prayed, the greatest decision I ever made. And it put me on a new path and a new journey towards the God future for my life. Who is, I feel like there, there are people here today. This would be a great decision that you could make in the midst of a challenging time, in the midst of circumstance which are less than desirable. Thank you, Lord. Well, Father, I pray and declare blessing over every single person that stands before me today, that God, they would know your goodness, they would know your blessing upon your life, that your favor, Lord God, that you would fill every single person here afresh with your Holy Spirit in the morning. Let them know joy, let them know peace, let them know the touch of God upon their life in Jesus and mighty name. And everybody said, come on, let's give God a mighty hand clap this morning. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.